your impact is unique to you. It's unique to your place in history. It's unique to your set of skills. It's unique to your life experiences. Nobody else has the same unique set of circumstances or passions that you have. So while you're not Martin Luther King Jr., you're not General Eisenhower, you're not Mother Teresa, your impact is just as important. Because if you don't do it, it won't get done. Welcome to the Journey to Impact podcast, where we show you how to turn your unique passion into a strategy to change the world. So here's the question for today. What is impact? You may be listening to this podcast because you want to have impact on your world or the people around you, but you're not sure what that looks like. Or maybe you see impact as something that's too big for someone like you to achieve. Well, as Ed will show you today, you're absolutely going to have impact. But is it the kind of impact you want to have? In this episode, Ed will guide you through some questions that will help you clarify your unique definition for impact so you can start building a plan to achieve it. It's time to get off the bench. Let's do this. Here's your host, Ed Gillentine. As was mentioned in the introduction, my name is Ed Gillentine, and I really want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this session. Impact is a subject that I'm really passionate about, and so it means a lot to me that you would take time to check it out. This session is one in a series of the basics on impact, and it's designed to go deeper into the ideas and principles of the book Journey to Impact, which was written and published in 2019, early 2020. Many of you have already purchased a copy of the book, to whom I should say a heartfelt thanks. And if you haven't already bought a copy, I would, at the risk of coming across self-serving, encourage you to do so because it's a really good resource and reference point for you to use and take notes in as we work through all these sessions. You can get a copy on our website, edgellantine.com. And it is available in hardback, paperback, and all the major digital platforms. I should also say that I'm a big fan of old school bookstores. So if you're in a Barnes and Noble, they should have it as well as Novel Booksellers, which is a small privately owned bookstore here in Memphis, Tennessee, my hometown. So with all that being said, let's jump right into session one. What is impact? Just like almost anything else in life, the foundation is critical, right? And so on the journey to impact, one of the first and most important questions we need to ask is, what is impact? So to answer that question, I'm going to start with a couple of quotes. One is from Jonathan Swift, and he says this, Vision is the art of seeing things invisible. If you think about it, a vision statement or a mission statement is nothing more than looking into the future and seeing something that not yet is but that is something you want to see come to pass, and then you describe it, right? For example, my wife and I have a vision of zero children living on the streets in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Maybe you have a vision of every child having an opportunity to learn how to play a musical instrument, or maybe you have a vision of eradicating a particular disease. Whatever it is, it hasn't happened yet, and so you need to see it and then describe it. And that leads me to another quote by that great and eminent philosopher, Yogi Berra. He said this, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up somewhere else. And if we're on a journey to impact, one of the first steps that we're going to have to take is defining impact. So let's start with the Oxford English Dictionary definition of impact. That seems like a reasonable place, right? The dictionary says that impact is, first of all, the action of one object coming forcibly into contact with another... And its second definition is a marked effect 
or influence. So the first part of that definition suggests the idea of an object striking another object with force or power. And it doesn't really indicate whether or not the object doing the striking is large or small or strong or weak, but that the power being generated is significant. It's the idea of of being greater than the sum of its parts, right? We can't get into it, but the physical science of impact is really fascinating to me. A, A nuclear reaction comes to mind. Also, I was thinking about a golf club striking a golf ball, right? I love to play golf. And uh, if, if you watch any golf on television for any length of time, and now even when you're out practicing on the range with your iPhone, you can get a really good video and do pretty good slow motion. All right. But if you ever see them do a slow motion of a swing or something, and you watch the club head strike the golf ball, you'll notice the first thing that's pretty amazing is that the shape of the golf ball actually changes from the impact of the club head on it, right? And then it sends it on down the fairway. So that's a picture that comes to mind when I think of impact and the idea of an object striking another object with force, right, or power. The second part of the definition gives you the idea of significant or or what the dictionary says is marked change from how things were prior to the impact compared to after the impact, right? So impact brings about change. Go back to our analogy with the club head striking the golf ball. There's definitely change. There's change to the very shape of the golf ball for a fraction of a second. But most importantly, the golf ball ends up somewhere else, right? At least uh, that's what you hope (laughs) as a golfer. And every time I stand on the tee box, uh, that that's not always a given. Finally, the Oxford definition implies that impact can be good or bad, intended or unintended, direct or indirect. And I tell folks all the time, you're going to have impact. The question is, will it be the impact that you want to have? So, as a working definition for our purposes, we're going to define impact as the action or actions of a person or group of persons coming forcibly into contact with a need or issue resulting in a marked positive change for the good of society. Let me read it one more time. And if you're, if you're marking in your book, I would highlight this. It's really important if you're reading it digitally. Highlight it as well there in your iPad. But impact is the action or actions of a person or group of persons coming forcibly into contact with a need or issue resulting in a marked positive change for the good of society. And if that sounds really broad, that's good. It's supposed to. It's intentionally broad, but that doesn't make it any less important. This definition of impact for our purposes is critically important because it gives us a common foundation from which we can begin to build our own unique framework of impact. It's like the lens through which we're going to discover and clarify our unique description of impact. It's going to guide us through the design and execution of our impact strategies and the development of our impact metrics. And finally, it's going to give direction through the very often tedious process of reviewing and adapting along the journey. As the process of building your unique framework of impact begins, there are three really important principles that I want you to keep in mind. Number one, Your description of impact is unique to you, not your mom and dad, not your mentor, not your college professor. It's not guilt-driven or anything like that. Your description of impact is unique to you. Secondly, 
The possibilities for impact are seemingly infinite in scope. And we'll get into that a little bit later and, and dive a little bit deeper. And thirdly, impact requires faith. Not necessarily faith from a religious perspective, although that may be part of it, and in many cases is part of it, but faith that you are having impact even when you can't see it. We'll save that for a later session as well. Let's dive in to this idea that your description of impact is unique to you. And I do think one of the reasons this is important is that even by using the word impact, for most people it creates feelings of inadequacy, right? Martin Luther King Jr. can have impact, but I'm not really that important. General Eisenhower, the leader of the Great D-Day invasion of World War II, he has impact, right? But not me. Mother Teresa, she has impact, but not me. I'm just I'm just a normal person. I want to challenge you to break away from such a limited paradigm of impact because your impact is not Martin Luther King Jr.'s impact. It's not the impact that Mother Teresa had, and it's likely not supposed to be. Your impact is unique to you. It's unique to your place in history. It's unique to your set of skills. It's unique to your life experiences. Nobody else has the same unique set of circumstances or passions that you have. So while you're not Martin Luther King Jr., you're not General Eisenhower, you're not Mother Teresa, your impact is just as important. Because if you don't do it, it won't get done. And I believe it's incumbent on you to be a good steward of what you've been given. So let's get practical. And you can take out a piece of paper here and we'll just start writing some thoughts down. Okay? First, we're going to start by asking yourself some questions. And in the book, there's a list of these, um, but it's just to get you started. Okay, don't limit yourself to this list. Think big, dream big. But just for purposes of getting this kicked off, think about this. What is it that I really want to do? What is it that I get passionate about? What makes me angry? You know, one of the things that fires me up is injustice. And it can take many forms, right? From someone breaking in the line at Chick-fil-A to child sex trafficking. But injustice is something that can make me passionate and angry when I see it. What makes me happy? What do I constantly read about? I really enjoy history. I really enjoy business. Is there any way those two things can come together, right? What do I do in my spare time? And here's a good one. What do I think about when I'm trying to go to sleep? You know, right before you drift off to sleep, what is it that you're thinking about? What gives me a sense of fulfillment? What experiences have I had that opened my eyes to a need or an issue or an area of potential impact? I know for Liz and I, we had never really thought about at-risk children until our dear friends Joe and Karen Bridges started telling us about at-risk kids in Ethiopia. And then we realized there is at-risk kids everywhere. And so we wanted to help internationally, but we also wanted to help here in the United States and in Memphis and in Tennessee. And we realized that there were 900 foster kids in West Tennessee, if I remember the number correctly at the time. I realized there was child abuse and child sexual abuse here in our own city of Memphis, rampant across the United States. And that's how we got introduced into the Memphis Child Advocacy Center. So those experiences sort of led to an avalanche of opening our eyes 
to that need or that issue, and it's become one of our core focuses. Lastly, what what brings me a sense of overwhelming joy when I do it? So let's let's take a minute, take about five minutes, and let's click the podcast off, and you just think about those questions and some others. And and again, the focus is not to limit yourself. It's to think big and to dream big. And later on, we're going to come back to these and they'll be a part of defining and describing your vision for impact. So hopefully you've taken a few minutes to think through some of that. And now that you're back, I want you to keep your piece of paper out and let's think again from just a little bit different angle. And that is, consider some topics or issues that interest you or concern you, right? So I'm going to read a few, but don't be limited. I'm just trying to use this as a springboard to get you thinking. Poverty alleviation. Refugee crisis. What about health care? Health care is a big issue in the United States. It's a huge issue all over the world. Clean water. Here in the U.S., the opioid crisis is devastating. What about the visual arts or the performing arts? Human trafficking. What about athletics? That's one of my favorite areas. When I think back as a young boy, my coaches and teammates, many of whom are still friends, had a profound influence on me. And I learned a lot of life lessons through athletics. So for purposes of describing your unique area of impact, it doesn't really matter what it is. What matters is that it's your passion, right? So let me take a minute and and push back against a barrier that many of us will run into. And that's people that you run into that they want to hijack the meaning of impact for everybody else, right? You know who I'm talking about. People that separate every activity into the virtuous or the pointless, the productive or the wasteful. Everything's right or wrong. You know who I'm talking about, right? You've run into those people. For example, poverty alleviation is noble. Funding the opera is frivolous. Or child cancer research is all that matters. Coaching Little League Baseball is a waste of time. So if you don't hear anything else I say, please hear me say that I reject that outlook. And I challenge you to do the same. Do you really think that the children at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital don't need a night at the Orpheum Theater in my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, while they're battling cancer? We intuitively know that's not true, and research even indicates that the spiritual and emotional health of a person is clearly connected to their physical healing. But how do you think those kids can get a respite without hundreds of volunteers and millions of dollars that are needed to make the Orpheum Theater function, right? Do you think that my friends who spend hours of their time and thousands of their dollars riding horses are not contributing to the research on how the relationship and connection between, say, someone with autism and their horse helps them cope with their condition? And, and now, in many cases, we're seeing research showing that they're recovering from it. Of course, they're contributing to that, whether they even know it or not. And let me ask you this. Do you think that someone who supports the visual arts simply because it's beautiful is not contributing to our world? Of course they are, right? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because allowing others to dictate your description of impact or the significance of your impact can be debilitating. It creates a sense of helplessness. It creates self-doubt. And many times it'll create a paralysis that not only limits your impact, but may in many in an extreme case negate it altogether. 
Remember this, no one can tell you what your unique description of impact is. And no one can tell you what it is not. They can guide you, right? They can question you. They can evenly, constructively criticize you, and you want all those things. But only you can make the final decision. Thanks for listening to this first session. Um, During our next session, we're going to pick up where we left off, and we're going to dive into what is impact, the seemingly infinite scope of impact. I hope this has sparked some ideas for you as you start to define what impact can look like for you. It's encouraging to break out of the limitations you may have around impact and learn that it doesn't have to mean you're going to the other side of the world or doing something totally outside of your wheelhouse. You can have positive change in an area that you're already passionate about. We put together a downloadable guide with the questions Ed went over in this episode to help you as you work through this process. You can get it by going to the show notes for episode one at edgillentine.com. That's E-D-G-I-L-L-E-N-T-I-N-E.com. Join us again for the next episode as Ed helps you start to narrow your impact focus. 